0: Hey, thanks for queuing up the podcast. Before we jump into this episode, I just wanted to make you aware of three music marketing resources with an emphasis on one in particular. There's a good chance you're already familiar with my flagship title called the Gorilla Music Marketing Handbook and perhaps even the 5-Minute Music Marketer. And both of those titles are well worth your time But I want to make you aware of another title that doesn't quite get the attention as those two do. And that one is called The Nine Irrefutable Laws of Music Marketing. I'm really proud of this book, and I think you would get a lot out of it. And basically what it covers is what I consider to be nine timeless principles of music marketing. So regardless of the new website, app, or tool, because they're always changing, as you know, these are principles you can apply no matter what. They're timeless. They tap into that eternal connection that people have with music and with music makers. So I think you would get a lot out of this book. It's available on Amazon in at least a dozen countries in both paperback and ebook formats. So go check it out. The nine irrefutable laws of music marketing. And now enjoy the episode. This is the Music Marketing Podcast. How artists and creatives can thrive while sheltered in place. Man, there's a title I never thought I would uh, be using anytime soon. Welcome to a special edition of the podcast. I'm your host, Bob Baker. And wow so much has changed in just the last few weeks as you no doubt have been affected by it i'm sure no matter where you are in the world this is touching you in some way yes our normal predictable lives have been turned upside down and people in the performing arts in particular like musicians and actors. The venues, recording studios, I mean, just all the different services and the companies and the people who support the arts have seen a lot of their livelihoods disappear. Gigs canceled, tours postponed indefinitely. Yes, these are challenging times. And my heart goes out to you if you're feeling fearful and disoriented and stressed and maybe even in panic mode. I've been there myself in the past week off and on. So it's natural you're a human being. Give yourself a break. However, I'm going to put a positive spin on this because I also think that it's a time when we as artists can let our creativity shine. Because in my view, artists are better equipped than most people to find solutions and think beyond the normal. I mean, we tend to forget that sometimes, you know, when it comes to our art and our performance, we're innovative. We think outside the box and then other areas of our life, we just shut that down. So here's a chance, an opportunity to put your creativity to good use in your life and to also serve the world. So in this episode, I'm going to share some of my, I call silver lining thoughts about ways that artists can respond to social distancing and this era of self quarantines. But most important of all, I want your ideas on ways that you are staying active, ways that you are continuing to create, and hopefully ways that you're earning a little bit of income too. How are you stepping up and pivoting and adapting to these surreal times that we're in? Also, what innovative things have you seen other artists do that you'd like to share? So one of the best ways to share your thoughts is to leave a comment on the blog post version of this episode that I put on a website called Medium. It's medium.com. You could start a free account there and then you're able to leave a comment on this blog post. I have a link to it in the show notes of this episode. However, if it's easier for you to send it to me by email, if you're on my email list, you can just reply to one of my emails or if we're connected on social media, you can reach out to me that way. But Medium would be the best place actually to leave your thoughts. And the reason that I'm encouraging all of this is that I plan to compile the best ideas and share them through a series of upcoming podcasts and blog posts. So think of me as a clearinghouse of good ideas of how we can all move through this together. And I'm going to share those far and wide with as many artists as I can reach. So let me get the conversation started, and we'll just continue it in the weeks ahead. So the obvious thing, which we're already seeing a lot of, is for performers and presenters, this includes teachers and authors and anyone who presents to an audience, they're starting to deliver their goods online. And using tools like Skype, Zoom, Facebook Live, Twitch, and YouTube, Creatives can still serve their audiences and even request payment or tips during live broadcasts. In fact, I did this very thing just the other night. Whether you know it or not, I've been teaching weekly improv classes. I do monthly shows here in my hometown of St. Louis. It's just an art form that I've really loved for many years and been teaching it for the last several And with the shows, I do them with myself and about five other performers. If you've ever seen Whose Line Is It Anyway? That's the type of thing that we do. It's a lot of fun, and God knows the world needs laughter and some lightheartedness right now. But the venue where we perform at has canceled all of its events, as every other venue in town has done. And so what do we do? Well, we could have thrown in the towel and just said, well, just... Wait it out. We'll come back when we can do them again there. But no, instead, the other night we did a live show on Zoom. You may have heard of Zoom. It's like a web video web conferencing service. And I already had a paid version of it for the teaching that I do. And each performer logged in remotely from home. And we had about 40 people watching live and ended up generating more than $200 in tips, which was actually about the same amount that we do at live shows. And the interesting thing is, even though this was something I was doing because we weren't able to do an in-person show, but it was actually pretty interesting and it opened my mind to a whole new way to share this art form that I love so much. And so my wheels are turning and it's something I may even continue doing after everything returns to whatever normal will be in the near future. Another way this has affected me personally is with my music marketing class at uh, Lindenwood University, which is here in my hometown. And for the rest of this spring semester, like most schools, we'll hold classes online only, also via Zoom. So be prepared to see a lot more of these live offerings in the week's. And months ahead. In fact, if you scroll through Facebook and the various sites right now, I mean you see like 10 times the amount of live streams from performers. And also, I'm just gonna throw this out there: please do your part to support your favorite performers and teachers and presenters. Whereas we're all in this together. But let me ask you, and this is a great thing to leave in the comments section on Medium, is what Else can creatives do to continue sharing their talents and get paid for it? What unique spin can be put on these live virtual events to make them stand out or just make them more interesting and appealing? Again, leave a comment or shoot me an email and add to that conversation. And then beyond the business use of all these streaming tools and digital options that we have, What innovative ideas will emerge to connect people in real time? Already, I'm seeing Facebook watch parties growing. Netflix, I hear, has a Chrome extension for watching movies and shows remotely with friends. And it also allows viewers to chat about it in real time as you're all watching the same thing. So I have a lot of faith in the uh, creativity and innovation of the human race. (laughs) I know there's a lot of times when uh, that seems misguided, but I think ultimately humans will prevail. They will figure out ways to continue to be social, even if they have to be separated for a while. So I'm going to ask you again, how else can friends gather online? How about online trivia nights or costume parties, uh, poetry readings? Can you do a paint party by remote? And here's another thing to think about. While a lot of the focus is on being sequestered at home, what about small groups of people who meet outdoors? I mean, as long as everyone agrees to remain safely apart six feet or more, I mean, could you organize a nature walk or a bird watching group or something that happens outdoors it couldn't be a very large gathering of people it have to probably be 10 or under but let's not forget to get out in nature and breathe some fresh air get some sunshine on our faces because at least in the hemisphere where i'm at spring is about to spring into action so that's something i'm looking forward to is sitting on my front porch walking around the neighborhood Hopefully the local parks will continue to be open. So hopefully you're in a situation where you're not imprisoned in your own home. Just think of how you can work through this. How could you be innovative? How could you actually make some damn lemonade out of these lemons? So these are just a few of my thoughts to get this conversation started. I would love to hear yours. Again, go to that link on Medium, sign up for a free account if you don't already have one, leave a comment there, or contact me in some other way that we may already be connected. All right, thanks for listening. I hope you're doing well. My prayer is that you are remaining calm that you're making the best of this and that your moments of fear and panic are short-lived and that we all continue what we're meant to do during this lifetime and that's to create and share our gifts with the world we just may for the time being have to do that in a different way all right take care i'll be back and talk to you soon this is bob baker saying so long for now now